Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for joining with us today. Let's get started. Did you know that on jamesmillerlifeology.com, you can enroll in the academy I created for listeners just like you? I've created courses you may take at your own pace, which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Enroll in one of the classes today. I have a great show for you today. I'll be helping you become more committed to your dream. I'll also be interviewing radio show host and business consultant, Christina Nitschman. She's going to give you insight and tips and ways to fully commit and follow your own path. You all know me as a psychotherapist, but many of you do not know me as a composer. My latest album, Restoration, was just released. Restoration is a continuation of the first album, Consolation. I like to think of these albums like books. Each original composition is written like a chapter in a book. And like in any story, the character goes from a sense of grief and loss, and at the end of Consolation finds hope for his future. In Restoration, he has an awakening. And in that awakening, he recognizes all the things in his life which are not healthy, and it helps him come to a place of restoration, becoming greater than he was before. You may purchase this album on iTunes or any other digital music store. The name of the album is Restoration, and my stage name is James S. Miller. The name of the piece you're currently hearing is entitled Determination. A young man asked Socrates the secret to success. Socrates told the young man to meet him near the river the next morning. The next morning, the young man was eager to have his question answered. Socrates asked the young man to follow him into the river. When the water was up to their neck, Socrates took the young man by surprise and dunked him under the water. The boy struggled to get out, but Socrates was strong and kept him there until the boy started turning blue. Socrates pulled his head out of the water, and the first thing the young man did was to gasp and take a deep breath of air. Socrates asked, what did you want the most when you were underwater? The boy croaked, air. Socrates said, that is a secret to success. When you want success as badly as you wanted the air, then you will get it. There is no other secret. Being committed to your dream. All of us have some type of dream that we'd like to accomplish in our life. For some people, it could be changing the world. For other people, it could be changing their family lifestyle. The only way to accomplish that dream is to fully engage in it. Meaning, everything you do has to go towards that direction. I once heard it said that divided waters lose force. If you have this great dream, but you have all these other things that you're also committed to, well, just like that quote says, the divided waters, your energy, will lose force and eventually will peter out. One of the most important things is when we have this dream, sometimes we talk about it with other people and they've never done it before themselves, so they all of a sudden talk us out of doing it. And remember, one of my favorite quotes is, you can't hang out with chickens and expect to soar with the eagles. And if you find that your environment is causing you to hang out with those chickens, you'll never be able to soar with those eagles. With other clients, one of the mindsets I often hear is, I don't know anybody who's done this, or I have no idea how it's going to happen. And because of that thought, they actually never start it. One of the things I really like to teach my clients are, there's actually two parts to making decisions, or two parts to actually following through with something. The first part is information gathering. You can't make a change unless you really know what you're going to do. There's so many resources online. So there are many ways in which to research what you need. And also, you know, many people who may not be doing what you're doing, but they may have certain attributes that you really desire to possess yourself. Ask them what to do. So after you're gathering all this information, you don't make the decision yet. Once you feel as if you've gained enough information, that is when the second component of decision making comes in. And that's actually doing it. 
Because if you put the two together, you'll already be overwhelmed and frustrated and, and scared before you even have enough information to make that decision. So I really want to encourage you, slow everything down. And if you find yourself making a decision just as you start to formulate your venture, you're probably jumping the gun. So once you have that mindful awareness of what you need to do, that is going to help you then be successful in your dream. Because remember, if you set yourself up to fail, meaning if you jump the gun without any information, that's great tenacity and that's great energy, but it's wasted energy. And you'll find yourself disappointed. And then all of a sudden think, well, I started this and it didn't work out. And then you revert back to something that you don't enjoy. People think, well, I can't do it right now. And that's one of the other things that really stop people. Because if you say, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll do it next week, or I'll do it next year, then all of a sudden, next year never comes. You always put something else in front of it, and you'll never be able to accomplish your goal. If you find yourself asking the question, there's got to be more to life, or I can't imagine myself doing this anymore. Well, that in itself is a really good indication that you're not following your passion, and you're not committed to making that change. And when you ask that question, that's really a form of mediocrity. And actually on my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, in my academy, within the next month, I'll be rolling out my next course, which is entitled Mediocrity. It helps you understand the different signs and ways to kind of mitigate it or to overcome it. So I would really recommend you check out my website within the next month or even sign up for my newsletter on my website and you'll be able to get the insight scoop of when that is produced. Right now, close your eyes and think of what you're doing right this moment. How do you feel about it? You know, your body is one of the best ways to determine What is healthy for you? It can be as basic as I feel good about this or I feel badly about this. And if what you're doing right now doesn't fulfill you or something that you dread doing or your body just has aches and pains or you just want to avoid it, well, once again, that's a really good indication that you're not doing what it is that you were called to do or what your subconscious or maybe even your higher power wants you to do. The only person that's stopping yourself from making that change is you. So today, make an informed decision, gather that information you need to determine what your next step is. And when you can gather that information, that is then when you can commit wholeheartedly to the next venture. But if you don't have that information first off, it will be difficult for you to maintain that momentum to accomplish all of your dreams. I'm confident you can do this. The more information you have, the more successful you'll be. A quick example of one of the courses you'll find in the academy entitled, When All Hell Breaks Loose. (laughs) We've all experienced those times when nothing seems to go right. This class will specifically train you how to process the event, regroup, and use what was thought as a stumbling block and turn it into a stepping stone. Enroll in the class today. Christina Nishman is a highly sought-after speaker, consultant, and radio show host of Savvy Business Radio. Savvy Business Radio is home to over half a million listeners globally and airs on 8 AM FM stations, iHeartRadio, and six podcasting platforms. As the host of Savvy Business Radio, Christina has a unique ability to connect with each and every guest at an emotional level that sets Savvy apart from other broadcasts. Welcome to my show, Christina. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Jane, for having me. We had such a blast on Savvy Business Radio, and I'm so excited to be on your show. Yes, we did. Thank you for being a guest. I'm I'm really excited about this interview. Thank you. So am I. I'm excited to and jazz to connect with your audience. <laughs> Definitely. Now, you have done so many amazing things. You know, when I first met you, I, I know that you had kind of a different version of what you wanted to do. And all of a sudden, Savvy Business Radio took off in a way that you probably not expected. Yeah, it certainly did. I had left corporate uh, basically not choosing or thinking way ahead of time. Like a lot of people have a business plan and said, hey, I have something I want to put out there and make a business out of it. For me, what ended up happening is I got very sick in corporate world, uh, was working crazy stressful hours, 
And I just got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. And my ex-boss, God bless him, said, I think you could do what you're doing here in corporate and take it to the arena of your own business, your own firm, and make loads of money. I said, wow. well, hell, it sounds like a great idea. <laughs> um, he, he was not quite right in his assessment. Um, the first quarter, <laughs> my goal in my first quarter was to make $100,000, and I made $2,400. So I was a little off. A little my, off? Wow. Just a teeny bit off. But, you know, I had a lot of trouble getting things going. I hired a mentor who helped me out. Um, and she said to me very early on, so do you love what you're doing? And I said, well, well, hell's no. I've been doing this since I, uh, for the past 25 years in corporate, but no, I, I don't really love it. And she said, listen, if it's going to be a business, you have to live, breathe, yeah. eat this. It's got to be your absolute passion. Your passion. Yes. And if it's not, you're probably not going to be too successful at it. What do you love doing? And I couldn't come up with anything, you know, at the present moment, other than walking my dog, going for walks and reading and, and talking to my friends. Mm -hmm. So she, she asked me to really meditate on it, journal on it. And she, she said, just keep doing that and see what comes up for you. And what ended up coming up from that first initial prompting of her is I continued to do that. And then I found out about blog talk radio and podcasting. Never oh, wow. even heard of it. Didn't know what it was, and I heard my friend being interviewed on Blog Talk Radio. And then when I heard her being interviewed, something inside of me said, you need to be doing that. And wow. by that, meaning you need to interview people. And I, I thought the prompting was crazy. I was like, what? Uh, interview people? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's one of the most amazing things because we have that serendipitous moment or that moment that later we can reflect on and say, that was a moment that changed my life. You know, it could be something totally random, but that moment literally launches us into a completely different direction that we never even thought of before. So I always like to ask people, can you pinpoint that moment? And clearly you were able to pinpoint that yourself when you heard your friend on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, that was not the moment. That was the uh -huh. moment where something inside of me, my heart said, that's something you need to do. For me to accept it, jump into it and say, mm -hmm. this is mine and own it, that took another almost year. And what it was is once I did start my own podcast and it was the prompting of, again, my wonderful mentor saying you could use this as a marketing tool for your consulting business. Um, by, by taking a prompting and starting the podcast, within six months, James, I had over 40,000 listeners without me even Oh, my crying. gosh. Christina, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, I mean, nutters. And, and people were just coming in droves to come and be on the show. And I was like, whoa, what is this? Mm -hmm. And she said, I think you're onto something. I think this might be your passion. Yeah. And then it took an, an additional six months for me to step into the role and really create ba uh, Savvy Business Radio mm -hmm. as a business. And, and that was the thing. People came to me after about nine months and said, hey, I, I see you have a wonderful platform. Can I get on and do some advertising? I'm like, uh, sure. Wow. I'll get right back to you. I'll check with my sales department on that. <laughs> <laughs> really? What did I know about advertising and, and radio? I didn't know anything. So I did my homework and uh, from that point on, we got the ball rolling and we started to get clients and now it's four and a half years out. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. So when you when you first left corporate, and, and first off, that was amazing that your boss said you could do something like this on your own. I mean, typically you don't hear that if someone's kind of connected with that entity. So good for you to have these pieces in your life to move you closer towards your direction. Yeah, I was blessed. I mean, this one particular boss, he was my biggest proponent for self-improvement. I mean, mm -hmm. when I started in his department, I was studying Spanish for three years. And he said, you know what? I'm going to move you to the international uh, clients, which were mostly at that point Spanish, and I want you to do business with them in Spanish. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Calm it's down. Thing, <laughs> it's one thing talking about coffee and you know, my kids sure. or something like that. And then, then we're going to talk about business yeah. and, and uh, you know, contract and all that stuff. 
But no, his prompting really got me outside of my skin, really <clears throat> pushing my limits and, and thinking beyond my comfort zone, which yeah. was awesome. And I was able to take those gifts that he taught me and bring them to my business later on. So that moment when you, you had all this, this passion strive to be like, I'm going to make $100,000 my first year, and then you didn't, what prompted you to say, all right, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to have to tilt my mind and maybe do something different. But how did you maintain that fervor? How did you maintain that forward movement? Well, what helped me but maintain the momentum was really once I really stepped into the role of I'm a broadcaster and, and really a PR peep for all the business people out there. Mm -hmm. um, because beforehand, when I, my first 100000 I said I wanted to make in three months was for my consulting business, my financial consulting business, mm -hmm. which I clearly did not have a big passion for. Yeah. But once I took that role and then started to move myself in, in a direction forward, doing things more and more that made me uncomfortable, kind of learning about myself, where are my gifts, where are my talents, and then using them, that's mm -hmm. when I came into the awareness that, hey, this is what I should be doing to, to serve people in a greater way. And then, as I said, when people started coming to me saying, hey, how do we do advertising with you? Oh, and then on top of that, James, within a couple more months after that, people came back to me and said, hey, after our interview together, I posted the interview and I started to get leads. I started to get sales. Then I said, wait a second, people are coming on the interview and they're actually getting served. They're mm. actually message, the emotional connection we're building through this interview is causing them to actually get their message out in a big yes. way and get clients and, and lead. I said, well, you know what? Then I should be, I should make that part into a business as well. And that, from that point on, we charge for promotional interviews mm. on to talk about a particular product service or information. Sure. That, that started yet another product. So that is what kept the momentum going, kind of going forward and, and letting my spirit show me God where mm -hmm. I should be and, and not saying, how is this going to happen? Because I think that's where people stop themselves yeah. is saying, well, I don't have the degree or I don't have enough experience, but saying, hey, God, you gave me these gifts, yes. show me how to use them mm -hmm. and then just go with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, what I'm hearing there is there's that you were you were out of your comfort zone in each of these new ventures. There was a little bit more of your comfort zone and then you get acclimated to that and then a little bit more. And then pretty soon you found yourself stretched so far that when you upon reflection, it was like, I don't want to say a completely different person, but you had all this new skill set. You had all these new uh, these new experiences under your belt. And so what I'm hearing for the most part is it sounds like that discomfort that we may feel initially is really the impetus to move us beyond where we were before. Yes, it's kind of like the rebirth mm -hmm. of your new self. And it's like, not that all these things within you didn't already exist. It's kind of like a butterfly coming out of its cocoon. The butterfly already existed inside the caterpillar. Yeah. You just had to let it, you know, expand and come out. And, and that's really what it is when you constantly push your limit and go a little bit further each day, each year. And and now what Savvy has done is now brought it to the visual video component. We're now doing video interviews, which at first I was totally like, and this all came from God again. I was praying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last year, Christmas time, I was praying, saying, God, thank you so much for allowing me to do Savvy mm -hmm. to help my audience, um, my guests get there in front of their um, potential clients and such and, and help me build my audience. What do you feel is next for me to help people even greater? And yeah. what came up was a vision of me interviewing people in front of a camera. And I, I saw that vision thinking, whoa, God, I don't like doing <laughs> camera. You know, my face, makeup, yeah, I'd rather be kind of funny. But whereas I couldn't see the end all results, mm -hmm. how this would help people in a greater way. God knows best. So yes. I've, I've gone with the prompting without asking how or why. And it's amazing the opportunities that have come about by just following and just going forth and, and letting God show me where I should be next. Yeah.
Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, tell me about the people in your life. How do they, I'm assuming, I mean, obviously all successful people surround themselves with people who really support them. Have you found that there are some people in your life that maybe surprisingly weren't as supportive as you thought they would be? Mm. Yeah, I mean, that has happened from wonderful coworkers that used to I used to work with and go to lunch with to other people who were, you know, closer friends, say, in high school and such. Um, they, they haven't fallen by the wayside completely, but we find that we don't fit as well comfortably um, as people because it's kind of like talking a different language. We yeah. get together and I'm, I'm talking about business or whatever, and they're talking about, you know, their angry coworker next to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that there is not like we've parted on bad ways. It's just that sometimes a lot of the old friends have not fit together as yeah. comfortably as we once did because where they're at is not where I'm at. And it just, it's not like you, like I just said, it's like a different language. Yeah. So, um, whereas some of them aren't as maybe uh, supportive or understanding of where the direction I'm going in, um, it just naturally falls by the wayside. Sure. And when they're ready to kind of grow and, and, and let their own cocoon open, then I'm sure in the future we might come together and different, you know, different people in my life might come back into my life. But, you know, I think the best thing for people to realize that, um, whether it be family or friends, as you grow, um, some people might fall by the wayside. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe they won't. But, you know, just to let it be as it naturally unfolds. Don't try to force the issue with sure. any relationships. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I often, I often think that sometimes people in our life, you know, they're kind of like scaffolding for a building. They're, they're around, the scaffolding is around the building to help support it and to maintain it. But once that foundation is set, that scaffolding is no longer needed. And so that's sometimes when there's the winnowing away of our friends or there's that, that movement. All of a sudden, we, we don't necessarily need that. And oftentimes, that can be a very difficult time for the person who now is that foundation as well as the people who maybe were more like that scaffolding and that can be a time when the person who's really going forward they don't reach their full potential at times because they allow the people around them to kind of pull them back down from where they could have been yeah and i i mean i can see that happening i was a little worried um, my family didn't quite understand when i first mm-hmm. started this whole you know because people that are very close to your family or closest friends are not used to seeing you mm-hmm. in that light as you begin to grow into sure. a butterfly they're like, what is this? You're not that, that person. Yeah. I know you sitting in a cube every day punching numbers. That's who you are. Yeah. Um, so for them, it's like you're some alien that took over their body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what I found now, now a lot of my family have come to be greatly supportive. My mother in, in particular, she died in March, and she left mm. me a beautiful letter. Uh, you know, when she died, she, she said, please open this. And it was a beautiful letter saying that she was so proud of um, oh, that's amazing. where I've come. and. And, and, but she never told me that in person, alive. But she left me a beautiful letter saying she's amazed at where I've come to wow. and, and expanded to. Um, but so sometimes they might, your, your family or closer friends might not always express themselves or be able to. But, you know, just let it be as it is and, and don't don't let them drag you down if they're in negative energy. Just yeah. as you said, if you're going to fly with the eagles. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's my favorite saying. That's but it right. doesn't mean you have to hate them either. It exactly. Exactly. Some people will say to me early on, well, does that mean you're just disregarding your family? No, it's, I love my family dearly, but you're not going to let that energy into, you know, your existence. It doesn't mean you're going to hate them or whatever or yeah. push them aside. It just means on your everyday existence, you're not going to let that energy pull you down. Exactly. With Savvy Business Radio doing so well and you're incredibly busy all the time, how, what, would you, what kind of advice would you give my listeners as far as ways to recharge when they are moving forward in their own life and they get so overwhelmed with, with things that they really enjoy doing, whether it's their work or whether it's their passion, whatever it might be? What advice would you give them to help them kind of take that time to reflect and to recharge mm-hmm. themselves? 
That is a really good question. In fact, in the interview we did together, James, we, we <laughs> talked a little bit about how I was going through uh, decluttering. Uh -huh, I remember my, that. Yeah, of my mental life, my physical mm -hmm. life, and everything in between. Um, I had found that I was working super crazy hours with both my consulting business and with Savvy and really giving little time to my nurture and to my friends, my family, and all the other parts of my life, which you can't, to be, you know, complete and to really give yourself, you have to be able to give attention to all parts of your life, exactly. including your health, your family, your spiritual life. And what I did first for me, which was really a big help, is I, I took a week off and told all my consulting clients and such. Um, and of course, all my shows are pre-recorded. So I just took a week off where I really started with cleaning the house and decluttering, which sounds crazy. You're like, how is that going to help you? <laughs> but what that did for me, which was really awesome, is getting rid of things I hadn't touched or uh -huh. used. First, help me declutter my mind. Like, what is it, what part of my life is working or not working? What parts of my life can go or not go? What parts of my schedule on a daily basis are really income generating and helping my business grow? And which ones are dragging me back? All of those questions started to come up, and it all started with um, decluttering my physical space mm -hmm. first, making because my desk was a mess. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't find anything. <laughs> but you know, that really helped me get the wheels rolling with getting my other parts of my life on schedule. What I d then did once I got my physical clutter under control and stuff like that, and started to consider mentally what I could cut back on, is I revamped my schedule so that it worked for me. Mm. Um, I was. I know I have my interview set up where I do them um, one, two days out of the week and then do editing on other days. Uh -huh. I block those time periods. But what I didn't do as far as all other clients and such is I would agree to see people whenever they saw fit. Like uh, I, they yeah. would see me for a coffee and I'm in town. Okay, I'll run over there, see you for five minutes and go do see this client. I was not structuring my life in, in a way I could best help people by, by, how should you say it, blocking my time for all those mm -hmm. other Sure. From even seeing friends, you know, now I, I block off times where this time of the weekend is for seeing friends and socializing. I wasn't blocking off that time for me and for what I need. So now it's like this time is for friends, this time is mm -hmm. for business, and don't don't mix the two. Exactly. So, um, that that really helped me. Yeah, you know that's 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 great that you say that because you know one thing I always teach my my clients as well is structure is one of the most important things we need to even plan in the times of when you're just simply gonna do nothing. You know, if I have a Saturday afternoon where I just want to read because I love to read, and I will say, you know what, James, for two hours you're just gonna you're gonna read, and if you don't want to read, that's fine. But this is structured, unstructured time, meaning mm -hmm. that I, it's it's planned in my day. But I can do whatever I want, and so when when people are able to build that in, it's not so rigid, and it's not so oh my gosh. In the next five minutes, I have to do this. In five minutes, I have to do that. And it's so important to have that structure, but also have the flexibility within that structure to allow you to do whatever it is you'd like to do without being overly stressed out to maintain something. Because the whole point of, of schedules themselves are to help us. They're not to cause us more stress. And if we're finding that we're stressed out, then just like you said, we have structured too many things. Or we've scheduled too many things, and there's no way we can maintain that. Mm, yeah, perfect, perfect way to put it. And one one thing I did do, which I needed to do and was really hard for me, is I, I know a lot of entrepreneurs can agree. You want to do all the bits and pieces. You uh -huh. feel like if I let go of this piece, oh, it might not be done just as yeah. the way I want or as perfect as it can possibly be. But one thing I had to realize during that decluttering week is to declutter uh, the, the amount of things that I could actually delegate to other people mm -hmm. and not 
have on my own plate. And by doing that, I've opened up so much more time. It's unbelievable. I mean, before, when we first talked, I think I told you in our last interview together that I was at that space where I was coming home. I was like, get out of my way, partner. My, my partner, Brian, I was like, I got to do this interview. I got to do this editing. And I was not giving any love and attention yeah, to my sure. family members here. So I was like, that's got to go. So now by allowing, um, by really giving those parts of myself that are not best spent with me doing them, mm-hmm. I've opened up a huge amount of time. Yeah. Well, you know, just like they say on the airplane, you know, it's you put on your own mask before you help anybody else. And you can't do all these other you can't do all these other interviews, you can't do all these other things and help other people if you yourself are not you know, taken care of, you know, with your with your with your partner, with your with your health, with all those things as well. So all that has to come first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. What do we think would be the yeah. biggest the biggest piece of advice you could give my listeners today? Ah, uh, the biggest you know what I would say? The biggest piece of advice I would say follow your passion, pay attention to, you know, what's going on in your day. Cause one thing I found is a lot of past uh, guests have come to Savvy and said, Hey, I want to promote my new business. And there people have decided like me, mostly, you know, say middle-aged people in their forties or fifties said, Hey, I want to do something for me, create my own business. Mm-hmm. And they go out there do what I did, which is they start their own business that really doesn't reflect their true heart and spirit, talents and gifts. Yeah. And then they're really not happy. So I'd say do uh, an assessment every month, every two months. How am I feeling? You know, journal about it. Am I where I want to be? Am I growing to the extent I want to be? How am I feeling? I don't think people pay enough attention mm-hmm, to that, which true. I think you can. Un- yeah. What is the feeling I'm getting about the the growth I'm having? If I'm feeling like I don't really want to be here, because that was one thing my mentor did. My mentor said to me, when you think about your consulting business, this is when I got started with her, what words come up for you? Just throw them out. And I, I got all these stuck, unhappy, oh, gosh. Uh, you know, just really not happy words. And she said, you know what you just said? Everything there says that you don't want to be doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think stuff like that, always taking the assessment, where am I? Where do I want to be? And, and really, you know, and I think your feelings can be a big trigger of helping you understand, am I where I should be? Exactly. You know, and it can be something as simple as, do I feel good about this or do I feel bad about this? Sometimes we have Mm -hmm. to, sometimes people come up with these huge, they pontificate about this or that, but sometimes it can be down just to as simple as, I don't like this, or I feel bad, or I feel really good. It can be something as basic as that, but it's incredibly profound. Yeah, like one one gal came in my show and she was um, going to do some advertising and she said no. And I'm glad she said no because she said I did some rethinking about it and I don't like what I'm doing. Oh, what wow. I'm doing. Yeah, I don't want to do this. I'm not. This is really not my gift. Mm. I'm like, awesome. I'm glad you took the time to figure that out because yeah. you don't want to continue to do something you're not good at or something that doesn't give you passion. The best way you can help people is if you have a super passion and you use gifts, God-given gifts mm-hmm. and talents that you've already been blessed with. Yeah, it sounds like there's a really strong faith connection for you. Is that something oh, that you've yeah. always had? Yeah, as far as I mean, I say since 12 years old mm-hmm. on. I, it was at 12, I was really blessed to meet a girl in. Um, grammar school who came up to me and said hey do you know the good book i was like no what what book is that and she said, never heard of it and actually i mean my family would have said they were catholic and lutheran because my dad was lutheran my mom was catholic but we really never read the bible we didn't go to mm-hmm. church never really t- in fact we had a picture of jesus that my my brother said hey is that our uncle <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical <laughs> yeah but it was just 
beautiful friend in, in grammar school who got to sitting down with me. We used to do impromptu Bible studies together at 13. Oh, that's um, neat. Yeah, and then she got me started on, on you know, having my personal uh, relationship and building my personal relationship with Jesus and God. And I used to sit there for hours upon end at 12 and 13 having conversations with Jesus. And oh, that's so neat, Christina. Yeah, and I still do, by the way. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I do too. That's wonderful. Well, Christina, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners would like to find out more information about you and about Savvy Business Radio and your consulting business, where would they find that information online? They can go to SavvyBusinessRadio.com. Excellent. Once again, thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I love speaking with you, and hopefully I get to speak again with you in the future. You betcha. I'd love to speak with you anytime. Thank you, Jane, for having me on your show. I also want to thank you, the listener, for joining with us today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today. Also, please visit my website where you may enroll in Lifeology Academy, read my published articles, and watch all my YouTube episodes I created just for you. If you would like to become a show sponsor or become a guest, please visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.